Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with amateur podcaster, history buff, researcher, and analyst, Elias Illusion Empire. He is a native New Yorker who seeks to understand the origin of America's tribalism and increasing hostility towards others with different opinions. Elias is a history buff who has expanded interests into politics. He is a researcher who tries his best to provide the most nuanced and clear answers to complex events that are happening in America and possibly globally. His other interests are in games and technology that have shaped his understanding of this world and current events. Enjoy this interview. Hey, thanks for taking a minute out today. No, no, no problem. No problem. Before we get into your life, you got a lot going on. I want to know, how, how did you survive the last couple of years with COVID? How did you get through that time period? And how, did, how has it subsequently changed the way that you live your life and the way that you conduct your business? Oh, that's actually a very, very good question. Um, I don't have an exact precise response to that, but uh, just put it kind of briefly, um, it well, the last two years has been obviously pretty rough. Um, I, you know, especially those who have been deeply impacted for by it. Me, thank goodness, me, my family was all right. But in terms of me personally, um, I had to, I had a, it was a, it was either adapt or die for me because you know during the during the times of great restriction, I didn't have much options, especially like to go out and get a lot of things done, but being cramped in the house, especially with the restrictive New York policies, I'll never call it a lockdown, unlike many of the Republican critics. It was restrictions for sure, but it wasn't that. I had to find a way to do that. So that birthed the podcast. That I've been to, actually, it was birthed a little prior to that, but since I knew this was going to happen, I had a little intuition that this was, this craziness was going to happen. Um, I had, I started this podcast. Actually, this is one of the major reasons why this podcast was started politically high tech to keep myself productive. I have a side activity. This is so far more of a hobby, but I want to turn this into a business. So it, and it, and it, the most important thing I've learned is not to take things for granted. Don't second guess yourself. Don't overthink life. Cause that, that was my big issue issue. That's why I missed opportunities prior to the pandemic. So it was rough. I had to learn how to get used to it. Um and I pray to God. Um that might be offensive to some listeners, but um I'm a Christian, so I did a lot more of that. I developed a better relationship with him. So that's how I got through the past two years. I'm sorry my response is a little long winded, but that's no, 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 no. they gonna get No no no. Don't worry about offending. You be you, that's all good. And I'm curious you know, uh, let, let's kind of simplify to a certain degree or make your life what you do make sense to everybody. I'm going to take you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day, and one of the kids is going to look up at you and say, what do you do for a living? How do you answer them? If I answer to a bunch of third graders in a career day, um, this is how I will simply put it. I create Audio episodes, episodes you can listen to. It's like radio, but a lot more talk. It's like talk show being put into a radio. And I go through a couple of topics. I talk about politics. Sometimes it's current event. Sometimes it's um, history. And I try to break it down, not just for a third grader, but to anyone who is really trying to digest, learn history, learn politics, 
even technology or new trends and impact of technology and even some random stuff like that. Have fun talking about like spirituality, philosophy, self development. Those are kind of all very weird news that one don't think um, really exists, but it does, and I have the proof to to support that. Just so uh, I don't use validate because let me just pretend to talk to a bunch of people who have no idea what I'm doing to prove that this is true. So that's why do I produce audio content, you know, in a listening format instead of hearing a whole bunch of music. All the cops are going to listen to what, what's going on, what's a teachable moment here, and try to provide my opinion in the most fair way possible to, um, actually I give two sides and then I give my opinion. Sometimes my opinion is not always fair, um, and it figures one side or the other sometimes, but that's why I would, that's why I would tell for someone who is not, um, so it's a podcast, I'm sure, um, a lot of third graders know what that is these days because it's such a growing trend. So I'll break it down as simply as that. So how did these seeds begin in you? Let, actually, before that, let's take you back mm-hmm. to the third grade in your life. What did you dream about being when you grew up? Oh, man. This one has to sound very typical and boring. But I dreamed – well, one of them was weird. One of them was actually, I'll say, a bit odd. You know, I dreamed about being uh, – what do you call it? I dreamed about even being a teacher one time. That's more of an odd, interesting one, but that that didn't pan out too well because I am not authoritative enough to set discipline to kids. I could give content real well, but if I can't, if I'm not good at classroom management, what's the good of what's the point of me teaching? So I learned that when I was pursuing education studies for college for my own bachelor's degree, which a lot of people don't know that in my podcast, but you're the first one to cover it. Um, that's what I wanted to do, but reality sets in. So, uh, I'm not, maybe I could use my teaching for something else, and that's what I do with my podcast. That's what kind of, that's another reason, that's another avenue that inspired me to do a podcast. And, yeah, and you know, you know, you hear the whole typical policeman, doctor, um, even lawyer, but, that didn't pan out to me. I wasn't willing to sit in a book, do all that, and go through all the medical terms and all that stuff. So reality set in, so I had to um, diverge. I had to take a different path. But your skill, but, you know, your skill is not compatible with it. I'm sorry. What are you going to say? Oh, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. What I was wondering is what was kind of your career path leading up to being a host? What What kind of prepared you to get to this point? What prepared me to get to this point is, there was aspects of me I was not paying attention to. I thought I was going to be more of a silo, technical kind of person, but I just realized I have a knack of actually talking to people when I'm really being authentic. And I noticed that, and I keep trying to disprove it because I'm a skeptic by nature. I was like, okay, let me talk to this person. I asked questions. I asked thoughtful questions. A lot of people said, and then I even got feedback saying, wow, a lot of people don't think of things this way. A lot of people don't think the way you do, and maybe you should start voicing your opinions out there. So for various mixed to positive feedback, it got me wondering, oh, that's true. good amount of things I say are not represented in podcasts and media, all that. So that's that's what sparked me to actually get into um, hosting this multi-niche podcast, which I don't think not many podcasts do, except for a major one like Joe Rogan, for example. 
He owns his politics, MMA, me, I do politics, technology, um, then random. Random could be a lot of stuff, as long as it's not kid-friendly stuff, because my podcast says this is not for children. If you got them listening to it, you fail as a parent. So <laughs> that's my so that's my um thing with that. And some people say I I am comedic, which I'm a little surprised. Maybe by how I express some of my opinions, you know, maybe that New York sarcasm comes right out and smart ass attitude. So also okay. That's a bit of New Yorkers doing these things, but I guess I have an opinion that is not represented. So that's what sparked it. So who have been role models or a hero for you in your life? I have a multiple, but uh, I'll say my, as a child, I mean, before it would be these Marvel superheroes and all that, but by the time I started looking down to reality, I'll have to say um, my um, mother and father, they were, they were heroes because they provided, they helped me on um, the, Developed during um difficult times, um even though my father's passed, but I um I'm so inspired by him by his um toughness, resilience, what does it mean to be a man? Even though it's controversial these days with the whole toxic masculinity and all this stuff, I still believe being a uh I believe to a great extent a man should be a man, and that's a very traditional position that's being challenged even with the mainstream media. So that's what that's what taught me because even some people are confused on um, who they are. So, um, and that that's why he's my hero. Then, then for my mom, she um, taught me how to be more sensitive in a way. Um, just, just you know, just don't be overtly masculinity if you if, if you will. You know, just balance out those have the right amount of masculinity and. Have certain subtle feminine traits as of be more intuitive, um, be more understanding, like those kind of things. Those are, uh, I think, generally feminine um, traits. I'll say it's good to have some. I mean, me, I just kind of keep it in the back pocket, um, especially if it's needed, because it's no good just to always be, you know, rough and tough in every single situation. Now, be rough and tough in the funeral is pretty inappropriate. You know, so. So, so I'll say um, balance. Um, that's why they are uh, my heroes. And one of my, what, but uh, another one that's not as a hero to me would be someone. You know, I look up to Denzel Washington because he's a class act. He knows how to disagree without being hostile and without being a troll. And he gets other people questioning. So he's so he's a hero outside of my family, and that is what I inspire to be. Disagree without being hostile or being a troll. I mean, sometimes being a troll is fun, but, you know, after a while it gets old. And it gets unproductive after a while. So what, who would be a dream guest for your show? You know, kind of anybody out there that's alive, who would you love to get on your show and interview? Well, I already mentioned one. Um, Denzel Washington will be one for sure. He, he'll be a dream guest. Um, he definitely have to, I have to put him in the weird topic sign, which is my third segment. I saw stuff things that's pretty irrelevant to. Well, it, yeah, it can be irrelevant, or or it could be if I have too much stuff still in my first or second segment. Um, Denzel Washington will be my dream guest. Um, 
Another one that would be my dream guest um, would be even um, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, um, even Michael Savage, a right-wing um, host. Um, for, for the left, it will be more like Jimmy Dore, you know, people who question the normal narrative and who are pretty prolific and they have a huge reach. So the, those... Those are kind of people that would be my dream guests. Yep. What motivates you every day? What is the thing that motivates you to, to go through your day, do what you do, and how do you quantify a good day at the end of the day? That's a very good question. Uh, well, one, it has to be my pursuit of relationship with Jesus Christ. Without that, I would be a mess, and I had a life without that, and it was very messy and very dark, just to put it on briefly. But have a good day is me on being focused on that, um, me being on top of my um, podcast, um, me make sure that everything is going well, um, scheduling um, guests, um, getting a little pre-screening, and make sure that the interview goes really, really well. Um, and what makes a great day is getting my immediate task done. I'll say like a 90% success rate. That to me, that would, that would qualify as a great day. And a day without too much conflict, fight, um, death, you know, I think, you know, but day without problems, I think that would be great, but that's pretty unrealistic. Problems always are going to going to come, but thank goodness it's not every single day, so that quantifies a, as a good day, and um, and exercising too, I mean, yeah, just getting things done will be my general my general template of of what I think will be a, a good day, in my opinion. So, for all of the things that you've learned in your life and that you've experienced, if you have a dream tonight, you run into the younger version of yourself, you know, in your, in your early 20s, and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom that you've gained, the roads you've been down. What would you tell your young version? I will tell my young version, stop overthinking, stop playing safe, because it would get you so little in life. Take a chance. Crush that what-if mindset because that's, that's going to hold you back if you don't get that checked out. So that's how I'll tell my younger self. Don't take life too seriously either. That's another advice I will give myself because it creates unnecessary stress. It will slow you down, get you burnt out, reduce your reduce your resilience. Yeah, reduce the resilience, and that yeah, that yeah, those are a couple of things I would say to my younger self. Go for it. What's if been one of the best? Um, I don't know. Oh, no, sorry, if it fails, as if it fails, at least you know what will happen. Take it as a learning experience. Absolutely. What's been one of the best fan letters, best responses from your podcast that you've gotten? Well, fortunately, I haven't received many yet, but the one that I did get was, I had such a great and wonderful 
um, time on the show, and this person was a guest, and I'm going to give a shout-out to her um, real quick. I'd even ask her to do this. Um, this family is more of a review. Is that a great, that a great and insightful and fun conversation? I say, you know what? That was my goal. And with this person, I obviously achieved it. So a shout-out to Ann Hentz, a great, wonderful girl who could give you practical tips on being less stressed with very simple techniques. Highly recommend it. So everyone out there has a perception or an idea of you, your family, your friends, mm-hmm. your listeners, but ultimately you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Uh, well, I think I am a, a work. I consider myself a work. I mean, everybody in a sense is a work in progress, I think, until your parish. Um, I consider myself a work in progress, a uh, man who is, as I'll say, knowledgeable, wise, who likes to have fun, but, but misunderstood. And the reason why I say misunderstood is because, of course, I intend for things to go well. I say a certain message, and then it is misinterpreted, obviously, by 180 degrees. And I was like, okay, I'll, how did I send that message, and why is the person interpreting it that way? And I've been misunderstood by the friends, families, even um, a few listeners and so I have been misunderstood, and that's not always a, a bad thing, um, you know, especially one gives you a chance to clarify or um, explain yourself again, and then for those who don't get it, well, then they're just going to carry that assumption. There's nothing I can do about it. So that's how I describe um, myself. So if anyone out there wants to listen to the show, learn more about you, anything involving your world, where's the best place on the web for them to go? Well, I have a couple of sites here, and I've been posting them, I'll say, two yeah, two weeks. Um, I have um, two websites here that I could refer them to. Um, I always post my new episodes on Twitter, um, and then the handle would be Illusion P. And I'm going to, yes, politically high-tech at Illusion P, so twit.com slash Illusion P. I'm going to spell that for you. That will be E-L-L-U. S-I-O-N, the capital P. So the first E is capitalized. Then two L's, U-S-I-O-N. Those are all lowercase, and then with a capital P. That will be my Twitter handle. And then for my Facebook, my Facebook has a slightly different handle. Okay, wait for it to pop up. I want to make sure I give you the right um, link here. Well, this is no point of all this. So Facebook link would be facebook.com slash Elias Illusion. Uh, that'll be capital E-L-I-A-S, and then a capital E again, E-L-L-U-S-I-O-N. That's where I've been posting my new websites, and I'm on Apple Podcasts as well. I'm in, I'm I'm where a lot of podcasts are given. That'd be Radio Public, Google Stitcher. Um, what else I got? Um, Spotify as well. 
at my just type politically high tech and you'll find me there. It comes to all these um, sites that are hosting my podcast. And so politically high tech. Um, does the listeners need me to spell that? I don't mind. No, you're good. You're good. No, I think that gives everybody a good measuring stick and a good place to go. Elias, thank you for opening up today. Thanks for taking some time out. Good luck with everything. Have a great holiday and, and 2023. You too. Have a blessed holiday. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube and Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>